0: Sit back, grasp the shaft of your joystick, and aim for satisfaction. It's time for Joysticks and Chill. Ah! back to Joysticks and Chill. We're, up, we're on episode three. Yay! The podcast for gamers by gamers <clears throat> like other gamers, unless that gamer just so happened to shoot off a blue shell, just as you round the last corner of the last lap in Mario Kart. My name is Joystick oh J, and with me today is John, quiet as a mouse, because uh, his audio levels have been too low of late, apparently.
1: <laughs> well, I'll just talk a lot louder this week. Um, I need to... <laughs> Say, uh, first of all, Jay, it's brilliant to be back for episode three. And um, second of all, the instructions were very unclear with your introduction, so I've broken my joystick. Is, <laughs> it is snapping hard? half? Well, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not meant to be at a right angle.
0: <laughs> well, it depends what you're trying to
2: penetrate. Just lick it and stick it back together.
0: Okay, we're on a tangent already.
2: Funny <laughs> <laughs> um... you should say that in your intro, actually, though, because I've been playing Mario Kart today... With my four year old, and obviously, I'm better than him, so I'm generally first in the race. And pretty much every time I've been getting absolutely nailed on the finish line by the blue shell and coming second, it's happened like five times today. So I've been playing with my little four year old, who's just there happy, and I'm just getting really mad. Oh, it is, <laughs> it's I'm just,
0: yeah, it is absolutely. Uh... Oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> Thank you, Lily Right, so with that uh, person speaking, I might as well introduce him. Uh, by the way, Dan isn't here because he's ill. Everyone, so we wish him mm. all the best. Um, he's, not the
1: he's not ill. He's not ill. He's he's having some surgery. Um, I don't really want to say what uh, surgery is, but it rhymes with Denis Den Oof.
2: Oh, that could be. Look how big um, my knob is. Massive. You just give, so quickly you gave him the perfect opportunity to use that sound clip. Well,
0: uh, I have 30 brand new ones for this week, so we should have a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, uh, and last but by no means least, because of recent reviews, uh, they call him a uh, podcasting natural. It's the artist formerly known as John. It's Nezzy!
2: Oh, God. he has been saying that? <laughs> no oh, ooh, oh yes. There's
0: good reviews. Around that thank particular one much. was from Fraser. You got him to. to oh,
2: that really? oh, well, thank you, Fraser. In fact, we're looking at the um, the listener figures, and um, there are surprisingly more people than I initially thought we were going to be getting in these first two episodes, and also people from all over the world, including Canada and Australia. So that was very lovely to see. So, um yeah, it, let's Keep this? going onwards and upwards.
0: Onwards and upwards. Uh, recent reviews called me energetic. I'm not sure if that's a good or bad thing. I mean, yes. you've got to be energetic to masturbate. But it, does, it doesn't mean anyone wants to hear or see <laughs> that. So, yes. So I'm energetic. That was my just review.
2: Keep, 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 just keep the energy coming. Just keep it coming. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah energy. <clears throat> anyway, I was never comfortable with making a deal with the Political Institute for shits with status last week, so I've kept the sponsorship for this week local, very local. It's me, in fact. Uh, so, as you may or may not be aware, I've obtained a reputation as a bit of a quiz master with the veteran gamers. And recently, I made a best of edit of all the uh, the quiz of yesteryear quizzes I've done for them. So that's thirty four in total. Uh, they're releasing it soon as a special podcast. So I thought I'd show you the first minute or so, um, just as a little plug for it. I love Jay. He's so it's funny. Cool. He
2: funny. <laughs> we like yeah, and stuff,
0: Jay. Appreciate that. Well, we're all forward to next week's, man. Yeah, exactly. Is it a weekly show? I'm assuming so because I think
2: he's got more stuff to come. He's got more questions for us.
0: Welcome to the best of the veteran gamers' quiz of yesteryear. It's quiz time, motherfuckers! It's quiz time,
2: motherfuckers! It's quiz time, motherfuckers! It's quiz time, motherfuckers!
0: It's quiz time, motherfuckers! (laughs) It's quiz time, motherfuckers! (laughs) It's quiz time, fornicators of maternal pain. It's quiz time, motherfuckers. (laughs) It's quiz time, you motherfuckers.
1: It's motherfucking quiz time! quiz time, motherfuckers!
0: Let me take you back to August 2019, a time when I suddenly decided it was a good idea to spend hours and hours making quizzes for free fuckers I've never even met. You may ask yourself, why would I bother with this shit? I mean, am I some kind of ego junkie who gets off on the sound of his own voice? Well, yes, frankly. I'd have sex with it if I could. That's enough about me. We're here to celebrate Chaos Theory, bringing together three very distinct personalities for auditory amusement! We have Duke, the philosophical
1: one! I think deeply about video games. The world is a very different place because I play video games. I am sublimated into the game itself, and my soul has become that of the game. Ginny, the normal one? Eh, uh, you, you shouldn't be
0: playing as an because you fucking suck dick. And Stew, the delusional one. Look how big um, my is. Massive. Join me for a trip back and forth across time for an hour or two of non-stop vocal real estate guarantee to keep you mildly amused. So that's coming soon. Um, yes, yeah, so hopefully that will be, the full version will be available through the Veteran Gamers podcast uh, soon. If it's not, that's a, that's a big kick up the arse for them to do that. But whilst making it... I came across a clip from five years ago. Take a listen to this.
1: I just wanted to leave you a message just to say that I don't listen to the podcast anymore and I don't like any of you guys. Um, your voices just drive me crazy and you're all really annoying. <laughs> like the fools. Or um, actually, that's a bit late for Uncle Falls, really, isn't it? <laughs> you're so, never too late for you. Um Yeah, I'll do a lighter one instead of doing one that's ridiculously early. That <laughs> it was stuff. only two days early! Um, seriously, I had a good time at rest. It was good to see everyone and um, play a few cool games. And it was cool to see you in the toilet. And, uh, and keep up the good work with the show. I thought I'd use this speak pipe thing and speak into this pipe just to see what would happen. And, uh, yeah, peace and biscuits, bitches.
0: So, John, talk about you and
2: Duke in the toilet, please. Hello? Where's John, Where's John going? His shame. He's hidden away. You <laughs> uncovered a secret from all those years ago. and He's just thrown his headset off and just ran out of the house. Oh, my God. He just it. Left Hello? his wife and child behind. Oh, learned. there
1: you are. Oh, sorry about that. I literally have no idea what happened. Um, what was the last thing you heard? I heard the whole sound clip. It's just you couldn't hear me. Um, all right. We'll pretend that little bit there just didn't happen.
0: Okay. So I'll go from the end of the clip. Okay. So, John. Apparently, you've been sucking off Duke in the toilet. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's far worse. <laughs> um,
1: Escalated quick. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, um, Duke wasn't um, wasn't actually at rest. But um, so the short version is this: Bongo did uh, a video where um, he filmed a load of people from the veteran gamers and from Bosswave Wave and so on. Um, when we went to rest, I think it was, I can't remember if it was the, the version in Birmingham or London, I don't remember, but he did a video and he videoed like loads of different people. Like he videoed the person, um, who was, um, admitting people in, he, um, asked people to record a message like um, loads of different people, random people that, that he'd seen people in the bar, we were having a few drinks, um, at rest and, uh, Bongo asked me to uh, film a little message for the video with Duke as well. And he actually followed me into the toilet. <laughs> I mean, I had been <laughs> drinking all day. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, he followed me in and we filmed a little a little bit while Bungo and I did whilst, whilst I was in the toilet for him. Uh, so that's pretty much where that come from. Um, what but... a funny story. <laughs> uh, cheers, Alan. Um, but what... <laughs> Well, um, I, I used to, like, send in one or two speak pipes, but for a really long time, um, every time I'd had a bit of a drink, which used to be very, very regularly, um, I'd put on a different voice and send in, <laughs> send in stuff to them. Uh, so I sent in stuff under an alias of Brian Bryantson for ages, like from literally months. Uh, then I, <laughs> we got to, um, we all met up. At Los Iguanas in Birmingham, um, and uh, they'd worked out that it was me that was sending them. I can't remember if I admitted it or whatever, or if they worked it out. But then I got the blame for all of the speak pipes that were coming in for all of the different characters for Will <laughs> I Am and everyone. And I can't take credit for the others. It was it was just me for the one. But um, yeah, can't believe you found that. I completely forgot I'd even sent that in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I um, we, we actually went to one of the, um, what's it called? The big, my mind's gone blank, the computer games. EGX. EGX, yeah, yeah. I went to one of the EGX that you were there at. Right? So I have met you before, but I think you were very, very drunk at the time. <laughs> at the time I met you. I don't even really think it was that late. It, this, must, this must be like eight, nine years ago. Stu from the Veteran Gamers podcast was there. and I don't think Chinny was there, because yeah, I came down on the Sunday... Um, I think it was a Sunday, but I know that you were there, but you were just in the bar drinking, and you'd been drinking all morning.
1: <laughs> that sounds like me be fair. I
2: didn't see much of you after that, because I was walking around looking at games, as you do at EGX, and you were just getting drunk in the bar. <laughs> it's
1: my favourite game, I'm really good at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, it's, it's it's a new year, it's 2021. Um, how was everyone's New Year celebrations? john
1: uh i went to bed at like half nine yeah
2: i've
1: got i've got got a young child like sleep is really important to me um yeah i went to bed really early to be honest how about you nessie well I've,
2: i've well my oldest of the children is 10 so for her it's like fun to stay up at 12 so normally I never get to her before 12 anyway, but for the past couple of years, she just wants to stay up. So it becomes like a bit of a weird night where she just tries to stay awake, which is pretty difficult for her because she goes like half eight, but she tries to make it so it ends up to be this really drawn out night. But it is nice to spend some time with my daughter. It was just me and her. Um, and well, actually, my um, my cousin my cousin rang me on the night. Um, I don't know if I should say this. We socially distanced and he actually did wear a mask in the house. Um, but he's just over from Spain, so he came over, um, and we had a couple of beers and a chat, um, and then he went at about ten past twelve, and I put my daughter to bed, and it was um, it was a nice quiet night. and That was my New Year's Eve. And my wife went to bed at about nine o'clock. So wow, yeah, exciting, was, exciting stuff. Everyone, everyone always hates it. Yeah, but everyone, ever, I'd push to find someone who has a good New Year's Eve. I don't know, maybe it's just my circle people I know, but everyone always hates it. Back in and the everyone teens. tries to have a good night.
0: Yeah, back in my teens, well, they were great because it was one of them nights where you know you sort of snuck alcohol in whenever you could. Like your, your mum and dad might let you have a can or two, but you you know you sneak a few cans as well. But you only let them see you drink one or two. So then you throw up all the way down the stairs, and uh, yeah, that was that was one one year when I was about fourteen. <laughs>
2: two. Yeah, those are fun. I remember when I was a kid and that New Year's Eve party when I was small and my dad and my mum would go to parties and you get to stay up late and like run about with like other little kids and stuff and have fun. Fall asleep on some coats. Those are the good old days of New Year's Eve, but now as an adult, nope.
0: Okay, well, wonderful. Shall we move on to games?
2: Uh-huh. Yes. Why not?
0: Nezzy, we're going to start with you today. Go. Okay,
2: let's do this. I have still been playing Assassin's Creed. So I spoke about it a little bit last week, and I'd only played like about an hour or so. Um, but I've now played around 10 hours of the game. So at the start of the game, there's like an introductionary section where you kind of over in Denmark. Because um, the main, I don't really think this is any spoilers, this, is the main part of the game happens in England. Um, oh,
1: spoilers. So, Big spoilers there. I didn't know it happened. Well, in
2: <laughs> well if you knew anything about Vikings, <laughs> I just thought the you were all history buffs. Ah, oh, there's
1: <laughs> even more spoilers. Didn't know Vikings were in it either. And there are also assassins in there. I guess you didn't no, know that either. Too, too far now. Way too far.
2: After <laughs> <laughs> all those shocking spoilers, might as well just ruin the, the rest of it now. Are there um, assassins,
0: though, or just like murderers with axes? because that's how it seems to well, be there are just a... going to a village and just just chomp on people and then take over the village or whatever and then yeah, move on. do you actually is there any stealth involved anymore
2: the, the you can stealth in this game however it's not really the way the game is designed like the earlier assassin creed or assassins uh, in like you know you kind of got a target and it was you know the game wanted you to go in stealthily and do it it doesn't really want you to do that in this one there are still ways of doing it but it just wants you to be a viking and go and murder people but that's okay i've enjoyed doing that um so yeah so i've done i've done to say i've done the first 10 hours so i've basically just gotten over to england um so the part in Denmark is... It's it's beautiful game. That's the first thing I'll say is... I'm playing this on my Series X... Um and i didn't get it initially because i didn't think it would be a game that would look that nice because it's kind of cross platform so when i got my series x and i was looking for a game that would really show off this is not necessarily one that i thought would look great but on the on the series x on the tv now says it looks really really beautiful then denmark there's all huge snowy peaked mountains that ooh, that looks nice and i was quite impressed by that but when you first get over to england um and like you first arrive there and you on your little longboat and you're going up the rivers. Um, the scenery just looks absolutely amazing. The lighting looks absolutely amazing. Um, the water looks absolutely amazing. And I was... It really did catch me how, how beautiful the game this looked. Um, yeah, so that's definitely an up um, an up thing about it. Um, Character-wise, they, they've done this for the past couple, um, where you can be either a male version or a female version of the, of the character. Um, I don't think there's any actual difference... Um, to the character, and I think there was in the last one, it's just whether you're a boy or a girl. I decided to play as a girl, having watched Vikings, the show, um, there's some kick ass women Vikings, so um, yeah, so that's my character. The story, which has actually been quite good so far, um, in my opinion, it's definitely been better than the last two. Um, the last two Assassin's Creed, I felt more... Although Odyssey was really good as well. Um, but I have been listening and I've attentively to um to the story the whole way through, even when I've been playing quite late, been watching all the cutscenes, and I've been really enjoying them. So the story so far is really quite good. How that's going to continue over the next 30, 40, 50 hours, however long it is, I'm not sure. Uh, but so far, I'm still really enjoying the story. Um, Combat-wise it's fun being a viking like i've not really i've got like a you can have big axes hammers swords double wheeled axes um an axe and a shield which is why i have because it's just a really fun way to um to fight so yeah to be happily running into encampments full of people and then just going hell for leather and having some really fun fights um it does quite a good job of fight's been challenging so you can kind of run in and start hammering people but then there will be a couple of people that come up that are either a different class or a slightly higher level that uh, you have to like step back a little bit and not just start swinging wildly so i'm I'm not in any way comparing it to dark souls games but there is it's just that that thought process where you have to kind of stop think of the timing maybe block or maybe um you know some characters you have to block some some characters you have to dodge out the way so you can go in acts of swinging but there is also a little bit thought into it and to me that's what makes the combat um fun you do have arrows as well um which are really easy to use Whilst you're using melee as well, so you can do like nice switches of axing people, and then when there's someone like ten feet away from you, you can quickly pull your arrow out and fire it at them. So that's fun switching between the two, and it adds a bit of depth to the combat. There's the a leveling system, a huge, huge leveling tree, which is just massive. It must be just loads of loads. (laughs) (laughs) How many times are we going to hear that in this whole podcast? (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so you can either go to melee weapons, I think, ranged, or assassin, and then say there's hundreds of nodes in each ones, and you can, you get points, and then as you go through the game and get XP, and then you can assign those points to um, the different. Um, the different channels so you know if you want to be an assassin you can stick everything in assassin and that makes that will obviously make you an assassin and you can take down more powerful appointments and stuff or you can put it into ranged, and your arrows do more damage so it gives you a little bit of freedom as to how you want to uh, play your character i've kind of been doing it evenly across both because i think there are still some times where i like to just sneak it into an encampment so i still want to be able to have and i have done it a couple of times um so far, so I, I do like to be able to kind of do both. Um, so yeah, so so far, like I said, I've just got I've just gotten over to England again. Sorry for the spoiler for those that didn't know. Um, and I just can't wait to, to play some more of it. I did there's um, there's kind of three things that you kind of have to do. So obviously, there's the, well, four things like the main story, and then there's things called uh, mysteries, which are like they're kind of like little stories and really sharp missions that are all. Over and some of them are really quite funny and, and well written and got some funny characters, so I've enjoyed doing those. There's some treasures which are just dots on the map that you have to go and find, but sometimes it might be underground or there might be a slight puzzle element to get to the treasure. Um, and what's the other one? I can't remember what the other one Oh, the other one is artifacts, and um, so far they've been. If you guys remember on Assassin's Creed 4, um, where you had to chase the song sheets, I actually didn't like it in Assassin's Creed 4 because I felt it was a bit too difficult. And they kind of flew off, and you have to like skip on top of the trees oh, to try yeah, and catch yeah, them. Yeah, I remember them. Mm, I didn't yeah. catch many it's, of them. It, no, and I, it, I remember with them, I used to have to do them loads of times before I got them. And on this, it seems a little bit easier. You just have to keep up with it. And then at the end, it just lands and you can pick it up. So those are like the four things that you have to do. And each area of the game has like a set amount of those that you have to do. And in the Denmark, in the first part, I think that is kind of a prologue, but I spent about eight, nine hours there, maybe even a little more. Um, I did everything um, that you needed to do in that area. So I think what this game has, has done well for me, it's it that sometimes in games, I just enjoy collecting things and I just keep going. So if like the pacing of the collecting things is right. Like, you know, you get something and then you can just quickly turn on the map and you look and you can just see like a couple of minutes away, there's something else. So you just set off sprinting in that direction to try and go and get it. Um, so I've just been doing that and so I cleared all of Denmark and did everything, however that's just Denmark as I got into England I don't know how many levels there are, but I know from some one of my friends who's played it he said I think for like the first three areas he completed everything, and this friend of mine plays games all day long like he just puts hours and hours into games, but even he said that he got a bit bored of completing things so I'm hoping that the collecting aspect of it um it's going to carry on being fun. Um, but who knows? But so far, it's I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. And my opinion on the last two Assassin's Creed was, I played Odyssey and I didn't really like it. No, sorry, I played Origins and I didn't really like it. I thought it was a bit meh. I played Odyssey and I thought it was great up until like 50 hours in. And I was just like, right, I'm sick of listening to these stories now. I just want to get it over and done with. Um and so, so this is why I wasn't that excited about this one. But so far, I'm really, really enjoying it. And that's it me. I, I think I, I will
0: play it, but I'm not playing it as an Assassin's Creed game because in my mind, it's not. It just doesn't mm. look or feel... Well, I mean, look, it looks, it looks gorgeous. So it does look like an Assassin's Creed game, but it's the combat I can't get over. Um, so I'll yeah. play it as an RPG and just ignore the Assassin's Creed I mean is is the story is, does it connect back to um any of the previous ones the uh yeah so the anime so the,
2: oh yeah so there is so there's like a viking story that happens that could happen on its own and you could never if that was happening on its own it would be a fine game but then there's also a couple of assassins that then start weaving into the weaving into the story so then it starts mentioning assassins and templars and so that aspect is being woven into the story. However, if it wasn't there, it would still be a story on its own. I don't know if that makes any sense. um But uh, the 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 assassins aspect of it, and I'm just talking about not the animus stuff, just the there being assassins, because you don't start out with a Viking like, assassin. um That's been pretty interesting. And the couple of the characters that are in there are all right. You know the how they're suggesting the Assassins and the Templars are fitting into the Viking world is, you know, it's not crazy and it doesn't take away from from the game at all. And um, But yes, I was going to mention this, but I forgot. There is a modern day bit in this and um, I've not really gone with the modern day bits over the past few Assassins creeds because they, they, they weren't very fun to play for the most part and um Well, it happened in this one, really. It started out, and it was okay. Um, Again, I won't talk too much about this. I don't want to spoil the stories, but the first few minutes of it happening, I was like, okay, I quite like this. It looks nice. I like the way that it's connecting to my characters in quite a direct way, um, and I quite liked it. Um, And then I started reading. But I think the problem they have is that they obviously don't want to have too much of the new stuff in because that's generally not really what people want to play however they've not really they're trying to tell a lot of backstory of the new stuff in a short space so the way that they do that in this game and i think it was the same in some of the last ones as well is emails and there was a lot of them and voice notes on a laptop and stuff to kind of give you some of the backstory but i actually did read um I actually did read quite a lot of the email stuff and at first it was like interesting and brought like seven, eight emails in I was like, okay, right but it's still interesting and then I went to like the voice notes folder and there's just all these voice notes and all these other folders of all this information files in and I was like, I cannot be bothered reading all that so then as soon as that happened I was like, right, let's just get past all this modern stuff and just get back to being a Viking
1: There's a point where it stops becoming a game and it starts becoming a novel
2: Yeah and like it, it was like email chains <laughs> as well. It, yeah, exactly. It's there, and if see if you've got the time, it's there. But this is already a massive game. But it's like email chains. So You are like reading an email. You have to go down and I'm trying to figure out, you know, which one's the first email, or then like reading it up. <laughs> and I was like, this is a little bit much for like twelve o'clock. I feel like I'm at work. But like I say, the story, the story they started telling was good. If I'd had a little more patience for it, I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. It's definitely better than the last modern day stories that I've. I can remember. Ain't nobody um, got time for this. I just did. I didn't like the way that it was delivered to me by reading and reading <laughs> files and emails and stuff like that. Cool.
0: Assassin's <clears throat> that Creed Valhalla. So you're still enjoying it, and you? I assume you've probably got a good uh, length to go.
2: I guess. Yeah, I've got a long, long time. To, yeah, I've got a long, long time to go on it. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely enjoying it, and I, to my surprise, I'm enjoying it a lot more than I would. Um, and I kind of got it because there's not that many other games <laughs> to get on the X at the minute. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it.
0: I'll tell. You what, I'll start with uh, with my one next um, because John. I assume you're going to you're going to sort of jump onto this as well because you're still you're playing this game
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, as well, and that is Watch Dogs Legion. I've been playing it now for 15 hours, so I've I've got a good idea of um, how things are playing out and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to start with the cons first. So voice acting. I mean, although the core the core characters are they're voiced very well, the people you play and recruit are a mixed bunch of grapes. I mean, some mm-hmm. of the voices don't they don't match the person. They don't. It just it just looks. It just feels weird. You have this um, like a Chinese banker looking person who who sounds like a a builder. And some <laughs> of them are like bland and bored, and other ones are like ridiculously over the top. Like, <laughs> like, like my voice sometimes. <laughs> so you've got like, uh, hi, I'm part of a legion. Now I go to ascend a tall building and infiltrate its vault. Why do I talk like this? You ask because my father was a radio DJ and my mother was a gypsy ride operator. That's, that's how it sounds on one of the, one of the characters. The first character I picked actually just, he just yeah. sounds like that. That's like, it's ridiculous. Why are you talking like that?
1: Yeah, some of mine were the same like I uh recruited a builder who uh spoke with a better accent than the queen. Like he spoke yeah. really really posh. <laughs> now I'm not generalizing builders like maybe there are builders out there that are really really posh, but this guy was like seriously like, you know, next level going out on Boxing Day hunting and stuff like that. That's how he sounded.
0: Yeah, it's um it's it's just a little bit off-putting. I mean, the the core group are fine. So you got the the AI and the uh, the woman who gives you all the missions and things, uh, who's always liaising with you. They're fine. Uh, they they sound professional. They sound natural. That's all good. But it's when you're recruiting people. I mean, some of them are okay, but it's just it's really off putting when you you see you know Mr Re- Radio DJ sort of infiltrating the place, and it's just it just sounds ridiculous. I mean, it's funny. You know, it's it's, it's, it's I'm not going to stop playing it because of that. But anyway, that was. Um that was one of my cons another one uh, enemies so you can beat a guard's mate to death and leave his corpse rotting in a building entry and all the guard will say is i think there's someone here no wait it's fine and that's that's it so sort of, they go into an alert they look around for about 2 minutes and then it's fine meanwhile his mate is still there rotting in the uh, <laughs> in the entrance it's just yeah it's a little bit Sort of, uh, simplified or it's, it's the kind of uh enemy ai you'd see on like a ps2 type of game
1: so if um, it happens if it if that happens outside of a building then um they come and pick them up in an ambulance but if that happens inside of a gated area or inside of any of the buildings they're just left there to rot.
0: well you must have been just inside then because it's yeah it was just there <laughs> Uh, I mean you do get a uh, a cool little um gadget where you can shroud them. A, a, yeah. d- a digital shroud, which is great cause you you can just, you know, take someone out, immediately shroud them and move on to the next person. Um But there's I mean there's other ones where other enemies where sometimes you walk past them holding a gun and they remain oblivious to you. Uh whilst like other times you might take out a guard, like sneak you'll sneakily take him out from behind in the middle of but fuck nowhere, with no witnesses or anyone around, and then suddenly police patrols and drones descend upon you like it's a fucking ambush. Have you have you encountered that yet?
1: Yeah, that is a little off putting, and that happens at times. Um, I put twenty five hours into my first playthrough. Um, did hardly any of the story because I just got stuck in a gameplay loop of trying to collect the uh, best possible team that I could. Um, and then after 25 hours, to be honest, I decided to start the whole game again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because um, I wanted to try it with Permadeath, and I was finding it a little bit too easy. Um, and it was, it was already on normal, because once you get that Shroud ability that you mentioned earlier, and, you can, um, and once you unlock the Spy uh, and the Hitman on your team as well you um can pretty much just go into anywhere that you feel like it like i was running around Buckingham palace and uh, scotland yard you, you can infiltrate any of them really really easily kick everyone's ass and uh just hide all the bodies uh get what you need and get out and it, it just became super super easy so i decided that after the 25 hours to just start again uh notch it up to hard put it on permadeath so if i lose someone that's it can't get them back if you uh if you lose everyone on your team it's it's game over um it's a lot more fun the second time around but yeah just touch on a few things you said jay i completely agree i've had some dodgy voice acting sometimes the ai is a little bit annoying when it comes to um when it comes to the enemies uh, because some of them are just so stupid like so incredibly dumb um there was one particular example where um, you—I had to break into this uh, this like train station area, and um, I couldn't walk through one of the two doorways because they had like those red laser beams over that, that oh, yeah, you know yeah. set off alarms and all the rest of it. Um, but in the middle of those two doorways was like one of those machines, like what you get at the airport where you put your bags in and then they sort of scan them and x-ray than whatever it is that they're called um and right in front of two of the guards like albion guards right in front of two of them that were stood there i climbed on top of the baggage area and climbed over it and was on the other side of the um the other side of the doors and neither of them did anything or noticed (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Um, but in all honesty, uh, there's been a few annoyances, but I'm still really enjoying this game. Like It's still...
0: Oh, absolute... don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll come up to the, the positives in a minute. I've got, I've got <laughs> one more negative to go. I mean, yeah, it sounds like I'm hating the game, but I'm, I'm really not. Anyway, I've got one more last gripe, and then I'll move on to the, the pros. Uh, environment now generally most areas are climbable and fine uh, but every so often you'll come across like a perfectly accessible looking fence or a ledge that you, you just don't have the option of jumping over for no reason like one of the characters is is the uh, the assassin which you know about and and yet she can't overcome a 5 foot wall for whatever reason <laughs> It's just, it seems like really weird. Honestly, most of it is fine, but then you come across these weird little areas, just these little moments, to just like, well, surely I can get over that, to the point where I've had to like swap people and bring in a cargo drone to take me over.
2: Um, <laughs> to take you over a five foot wall.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that that's my last of the of the negatives that I can think of. It's 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 just I mean it's a small one. It's not that big of a deal, but it's just it mm-hmm. it stood out in a game that is generally very very cool. So pros graphics, it's gorgeous. It's the futuristic London setting is is beautiful. Um, I'm playing on fourteen forty p. My frame rate is around sort of eighty to ninety. Although I have played it with ray tracing as well. And the ray tracing wow. takes about twenty-five to thirty frames off, but it just the reflections are amazing. Just one example. So I was stood next to this glass building, and in the glass building, you can see you can see the reflection of the building across the road. And in wow. the reflection of that building's reflection of the building across the road, you can see the building that you're looking at originally
1: that is insane it's, that was And it just time. looks
0: really cool i mean the frame the frames it's about 45 50 frames with the ray tracing on that's with a 2070 super for anyone who who understands what that means and it's it, it's playable it's i mean the frame rate is better than the xbox one and ps4 on on a good game uh, still but i mean i i've paid a premium for my monitor to get as many frames as possible i think it's, it's a high refresh rate monitor so i I, mean, I was very torn between keeping the ray tracing on which just it looks so sexy and then turning it off and having having the game run smoother and it runs a lot smoother when the ray tracing's off so it's 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 uh, difficult it's a difficult one I played like half of it with and half of it without at the moment.
2: Apparently on the Series X, it runs at 4K with ray tracing at 30 frames per second. And I'm just looking like a very short video of it here on the browser, and it looks really, really good. I think i would seen this look before, and that's why I maybe want to buy it. But I mean, I I mean,
0: mine, it, mine, it goes higher. Than, it's not 4K; it's 2K, which you know, it's still damn good. But. Um, but if you've played a game like over a hundred frames on a monitor that can take it, there's no going back. It's the smoothness and the flow of the game, which is almost like real time, it's just it's it's stunning. So yeah, so I'm torn between the two. It's it's nice to look at and to play in in short bouts, but I always like to jump back to the the smoothness for the gameplay because it's yeah it's something else. So yeah, I'm torn between the two. Um, yeah, one day there'll be a. a a graphics card or a console that can deal with the best of both
2: uh, yeah, but then like, but then there'll be probably
0: like two grand
2: yeah, but then there'll be there'll be one that can do both at like ray tracing in one hundred and twenty frames per second, but then there'll be some other one that can do something else that's even that's even better without those two, and then you'll just want to try that it's it's just a never ending loop, you're never Not happy really with what because, you' got. you know
0: I mean. Up to the difference between like sixty hertz and one hundred and forty four it's is massive. But the difference between one forty four and three hundred and whatever the the new ones are, it's minimal, really. There's not many people who can tell the difference. I think one forty four is the perfect sort of medium for what we can actually see.
2: I noticed um I noticed a big difference going from thirty to sixty like on the consoles. Oh there is a difference, yeah. There is
0: definitely a difference between thirty and sixty.
2: But there's not as much of a difference between 60 and 120 because so the multiplayer, like Call of Duty multiplayer and Gears of War multiplayer is at 120. So I've seen it and I didn't notice that such as big as drummers I did notice between 30 and 60. That is an immediate, massive improvement and it is obviously much better. And I, a lot of frame, I didn't know because I've been a console gamer for a long, long time. So I've never really cared about frame rates, mainly because I couldn't have them. But um, now that I do have them, they are, they do look... Beautiful, that makes such a difference to to the experience of the game and how alive it feels.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. So, gameplay wise for Watch Dogs Legion, uh, it's it's just so slick. It's so cool and fast. It's like taking over drones is easy uh, once you've got the skill unlocked, and it's so much fun to just cause havoc with them. Um, Especially when you get them to turn on each other and just watch the carnage. They're like just shooting at each other, and you're you're just there, just pissing yourself, Um, and then you, you you can just mop up afterwards. It's it's really cool, but the best thing about this game is the spider bot. Tell me I'm wrong, John. You're not wrong. It's just oh, it's one of my favourite gameplay mechanics for quite a while. Like sneaking around, jumping, hacking, taking down an enemy like a mechanical face hugger from Aliens. It's just so cool. Uh, you're
2: not a just... you the... you spider bot song out loud every time you're using it.
0: Good Spiderbot. Spiderbot. As it's called about. What a funny story. No, I don't. But uh, yes, I should from now on. Um, but yeah, the Spiderbot, it's just, uh, it's great. It's just, it's so cool. because You're stuck outside this building. Uh, I mean, you can go in all guns blazing and all that kind of stuff. You've got the options to do whatever you want, really, um, which I like. I like having the option to, to run and gun or to sneak in yourself or send in Spiderbot. And it's it's so cool. You can get so much done with it. You can sneak around and, um, yeah, you just you crawl up the back of, of an enemy and then sort of wrap yourself around his face and then shock his head and then he just falls down. It's it's great. Uh, you can also turn it into a turret and stuff, which I've not done yet. I've not upgraded it to, uh, to do that yet. But uh, that's on the cards. Um, yeah, so Spider-Bot, awesome. Then there's the cargo drone, which I love. Uh, this another option for doing missions like John said last week or the week before. Um, like taking over them and having your character jump on top of them and then just flying a- across London at will is great, especially if you, you're playing on a high spec machine of, of any kind, it just looks gorgeous. Uh, you how can't big pull- is the map? It's central London, so it's like the city of London. So you've got Westminster, um, you've got uh, Camden.
2: Does it feel big when you when you're in there?
0: Yeah, it feels the same. It feels like London. I don't think there's much yeah. missed from it. You can you know take a, a, London a to Z and follow that and and go around it. Obviously, things are different because the future and uh, yeah. all the shops, uh, like official shops, have been replaced with ones that sound similar or just like burnt-out shops or you know boarded-up shops or whatever. Oh, and the, the yeah the characters. Uh, although the voice acting on a lot of the characters, uh, the ones you hire, are jank. The, the actual mechanic of needing someone to do a certain job, and then going out and finding that person, and then figuring out a way to make them join your cause. Some of them are harder than others because some of them actively hate you to begin with. So you've got to uh, you you can download one of the uh, like a scheduler or something. It, it lets you know how to. How to manipulate these people into working for you, or it makes them like you more to do these so tasks for sense. them. So yeah, it's it's a bit of a sort of a longer drag to to hire someone who doesn't like you, but it's worth doing in the end because you've got like guards who work for the you know, who who are the enemy. Who you can you can turn them to your cause. You've got like doctors who can walk into hospitals without any security checks and do what you need them to do inside a hospital. Uh, with no problems um the assassin is just awesome uh because the assassin's main trait is gun cutter, uh which is essentially it turns the the character into a character from the matrix so you're rolling around and you're just doing all this great sort of kung fu using your guns and finishing them off with a bullet and it looks so cool and slick and you feel so powerful doing it it's very, i very thought cool.
2: I've got, I've... I thought a gun cutter was going to be the ability to turn people's guns into cats, which would be a much better <laughs> game mechanic. That's um, coming in the outside thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That would be amazing. I'd love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, driving is, is solid. It's not GTA-quality driving, but it's, it's solid enough. It's solid enough. Um, it does become a little bit clumsy when you try and hack as you're driving, especially when it's coming from behind that's what she said (laughs) sorry (laughs) but yeah so all in all despite the the cons i said before i really really like this game yes it is a little bit easy yes the voices are a bit shit, and yes the enemies are a bit stupid but i am really enjoying it I'm very
2: happy with it. So it's certainly making me want to play it. You guys are talking about it. Put this up. It was in the sale um, for like thirty odd quid, and I nearly got it a few times. But I'm sure the next times it comes in the who's it made by? It's a U- Ubisoft. Oh yeah. Well, this isn't. There's whispers of Ubisoft going onto Game Pass, isn't there? So maybe it I'll hang on. yes, yes,
0: that's, I that might know. be worth doing. Um, Alternatively, yeah, I... I'm sure Epic, has still got it on sale. Plus, you can get the ten pound off on top of the That's sale PC. price and get it for 23 quid like I did.
2: That's PCing though, isn't it? Yes, yes sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I forget I'm an idiot. Got... I'm a better race than you. Yes, I keep forgetting that.
2: Yeah. I've got <laughs> I do have, I've got a very expensive MacBook that I also use for my developing. I do for a job. But obviously, it's good for developing, but it's not good for really gaming or anything else. Yeah, so it's a Macs, bit annoying.
0: Macs are a little bit shit for gaming. They've not really been yeah. utilised for it for some yeah. reason because they're capable. They're great machines yeah. but for games. Yeah, they're just a little bit, a little bit junk
1: for it. Maybe
2: in if the future. You
0: know. So that's uh, Watch Dogs Legion, is Sorry, John. Is there anything else you
1: want to add? Um, a few little bits. Um, you mentioned the driving briefly. Um, I like the driving and hate the driving at the same time. <laughs> It very much depends on what car um you get, which I understand that that if you're going to like pick up a crappy little car, then it's probably going to be uh front wheel drive and it's probably going to drive like shit. But some of them drive so ridiculously bad that I can barely control them. Um the I found a new way. I mean it took me 25 hours to do this, but I found that that there isn't just one way of recruiting people to your team. So, um, normally to recruit someone to your team, you go up, you hack their phone and find out what skills they have, what job they do, um, whether or not they, they are open to, to joining, uh, joining up with you. Um, and then they'll send you on a mission, don't they? They'll say like, you know, uh, this, the government is, has got data on me or whatever, go and delete it or, you know, whatever the, the, the task might be. Um i was walking along um by the the big wheel the the london eye um and i noticed that um one of the government's guards like the albion guards uh, the armed guards was um doing facial scans for people um where they like hold up the little phone um and i was watching this happen um literally just wandering around picking up I was wondering around picking up all the different tech points that that you can get for your upgrades and this was happening whilst I was trying to figure out how to get to one. And um I decided to see what was going to happen and he arrested the this person after one of the face scans and there was the woman was sort of screaming, I haven't done anything wrong, let me go, all the rest of it. She's in cuffs on the ground, so I thought, well, I'm not having that. Don't think so, mate. So, um, I went over and kicked his ass, and then, um, it gives you the option to uncuff them. So, um, I freed them from the handcuffs, and straight away, then it gave me the option to, um, if you then save them as a recruit straight away, they just join your team straight away, no mission, anything like that. You just join straight up. Oh, right. Um, so that was a nice, a nice, um, a nice touch I thought there was a I won't spoil what it is in case you haven't come up to it or in case our listeners haven't come up to it and if they're playing this game as well but there is a fantastic Assassin's Creed easter egg in one of the main missions um, and it's something that you will not miss either it's not like something that you've got to find or anything like that it happens in a main mission and it's a really nice uh, touch a really nice sort of nod to Assassin's Creed that made me laugh Uh, And the last thing I'm going to say about Watch Dogs is the music is fantastic in this game. Yeah, I agree. The soundtrack, the officially licensed songs. I mean, this game is going to be a nightmare to play in like a few years' time when all the music licenses run out. (laughs) Because... (laughs) there are so many i mean the, the podcasters that there's there's these like little podcasts in the game and there's people like andy zaltzman from the beauty goal that's on it and that that of a woman he podcasted there's like music from block party stormzy that's on there as well by the way yeah that exact song a bit of lily allen there's um there's all sorts of stuff there's yeah, there's so so many Skeptas on there as well. Um Lady Leshius on there from I know she's not from London, she's from Birmingham, there's a bit of busted. And then I was I've only heard it once and I had to even double check on Spotify through the Watchdogs playlist that it, it actually was on there. I only heard it in the game once, but the three Lions football songs on there as well. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, That's I've cool. heard it once and I've just checked on the Watchdog's official playlist now and Uh, yeah it's definitely on there the libertines the prodigy um yeah a little bit of everything like the music is just so bloody good um i'm used to sort of like i like gta's music and stuff but very quickly i end up hearing the same songs over and over again and this one i like like i say i've played probably about 40 hours of this now in total and i'm still like hearing and finding new songs just fantastic so, yeah, that, that's everything for me with, with Watch Dogs as well. It's just, it's it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, I agree. Recommended so far. Uh, Nezzy, back to you.
2: Right, me. Um, I've been playing, um, I will quickly mention, because this is the game that I was planning on playing, but it just never materialised. Well, I tried playing Planet Coaster to put it on, did the um, tutorial? And it actually lasted about three minutes before I just got massively annoyed. I <laughs> trying to do what it was asking me to do, and it was trying to make me build these paths. And I f- the game just wasn't working very well on trying to get these paths together. And I just could not figure out how to how to how to do it because it was in tutorial mode. It was a little bit limited as to what I could actually do, and I was just wrestling about holding buttons to make all the buttons appear to try and place things and I was like nope 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 so I turned that off <laughs> and I said about five minutes of it I wanted to play it watched, I watched your video Jay of your horror um, place and I was like that's so cool like I want to make something like that um, but yeah and I lasted about three minutes and gave up immediately so that is not on my played list no. so instead I played a game called The Tourist and that's Tourist with a Y um, this is a game that is available on all platforms, I think, um, yes it is, and I played it on the Xbox, my Series X, because it is on Game Pass. So to describe this game, it's if, if Lego and Minecraft got drunk and made sweet love and a baby came out, it would be this game. Um okay. and a beautiful baby that because it looks really, really nice. Um it's like block pixels type, it's really colourful. It's an action adventure puzzle game. Um it's developed by a publisher, I think a German publisher called and Multimedia. Um it's got beautiful lighting beautiful colouring. So how it works is you um you land on an island. It doesn't really tell you much. There's a few little people dotted around on the island. There's a couple of buildings. There's like a big stone structure, a couple of little signs. And you kind of just go onto the island. You start talking to people. Uh, They mention something about, oh, there's a monument over there. Why don't you go and have a look at that? You go and have a look at the monument. And There's little clues that suggest, you know, you should try and get into the monument. It doesn't tell you how you get into the monument. So you kind of have to go around the island and find little clues. And this is like a tiny little island. Um... You know, not big at all. So it's 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 like a puzzler, but like a. I've only played about an hour or so of it, so maybe the puzzles get a little bit more challenging towards the end. But they were like, they're like friendly puzzles. You know, you kind of go to it. It takes you a minute or two to kind of figure out what to do, and then another couple of minutes to implement it. Um, so they are kind of like some really fun puzzles. And I was actually playing it like side by side with with my four year old. Um and like reading things out to him and me and him were kind of playing it together. And although he's not great at puzzles cause he's only four, he also just enjoyed cause it's like, say, it's a beautiful, it's a really, really beautiful looking game. So, so you go onto the first Island that tells you how to solve a puzzle. You go into this little monument, there's another little puzzle in there. um, And then you have to go onto another Island. And um, so I think this, I think the notion of being a tourist is the fact that you travel to all these different islands to solve um these monuments that you go into onto the island so the first kind of puzzle is how do you get into the monument and then when you get to the monument there's like puzzles in there um like the first island you go to is called ibiza but ibiza spelt with a y just in the same way that Taurus is spelt with a y and you get there and it's like a little party island it's got little block people having a party with some djs um and um you speak to so you go to the monument to give an example of the the puzzles you go to the monument and speak to um the guy and he says oh we're closed at the minute because there's a big party on the island however i'm really thirsty if you can get me a drink i'll let you in early so then you have to go and speak to the smoothie woman and the smoothie woman has run out of fruits so then you go and find some fruits around the island you can give them to the smoothie woman the smoothie woman gives you a drink and then you give it to the guy and he lets you into the monument um and then you go into the monument and do some puzzles in there. Um, and then there's all the little tiny puzzles around the island, like some puzzles around getting the party going for everyone. So you have to like plug in the speakers and plug in the lights. Um, and it's got a DJ playing some house music on there, which is actually quite good. So it's got a lovely little soundtrack to it too. Um and then, yeah, so I did a few puzzles on there, did what I needed to do, went back to the island, then went to another island. And in that place, it was like an underwater monument where you have to do some puzzles with fish and things. And like I say, again, they weren't really challenging. It takes you a few minutes to figure out what happens. But it's quite a nice, relaxing game where you're challenged but not too challenged you got that l- nice little sense of reward when you're um, trying to solve the puzzle it's not one of those so far anyway where you're spending like 15 20 minutes trying to figure out a problem and sometimes you can't even figure it out so then you have to kind of end up looking for it um but saying that i've only done an hour an hour or two on it so far and i think it's about a seven hour game all in all um but yeah, so I'd recommend playing it it's available on the Switch, and to me this is a game that's kind of like, that would be perfect on the Switch um, it's a
0: very specific guess yeah. of the running time
2: it, it's because <laughs> I say that because I watched I don't know, I came across someone had written something about it, and they said someone did on a stream, a 7 hour stream of doing the whole game okay, so that's why I said 7 hours um, fair enough alrighty there i don't think it's a long game um but it's nice it's it's definitely you know if you've got a spare couple of hours and you want to do some gentle gaming and it's on game pass and it costs you nothing it's definitely definitely worth a play i do reckon that you'll enjoy it and it is a beautiful looking game it's got like lots of little old-fashioned computer game sound effects you know like when you jump and stuff um yeah, so it's, it's nice to listen to. It's nice to look at, and it's got some fun little puzzles, some cute characters in there and cute little storylines, like the whole Ibiza vibe and some good music and stuff. So, yeah, it's worth it's worth a little a little play if you need something to – if you've got a couple of hours and you want a nice little game with a few little puzzles, I'd recommend The Tourist. I'll hopefully go back in okay. and finish it. Sounds great. Sounds fantastic.
0: Sounds quite interesting. Thank you. By the way, uh, we at uh, Joysticks and Chill do not endorse uh, Nezzy's description of Planet Coaster.
1: In bird culture, this is considered a dick move.
0: <laughs> Planet Coaster <laughs> is what I've, I've. I mean, the veteran gamers are asking what's what's your game in the year, and that's the one I've submitted to them. So, uh, fuck you, Nezzy.
2: Maybe I'll try again. Maybe I'll just go on the sandbox thing because that's what you do, don't you? Yeah, you just, on the sandbox learn, just learn yourself. Anything. Yeah,
0: get on the sandbox. Just have yeah. a play around because the problem with tutorial is you—they you, you, tell you exactly what you have to do and you can't deviate from it or yeah. anything. So yeah, just give it a go in sandbox. I mean, I've, I've not played the console version, so I'm not sure how it differs. Um, yet. Yeah. But um, you, you, you posted great.
2: You posted up that video, that video of yours, didn't you? That's people should check that out where can people watch that your video of your
0: well um, well thank thank you for for mentioning that yeah so if you uh if you search joysticks and chill or joystick j on youtube you will find two videos that i've now put up i started uh, my youtube career yesterday uh so far i think i have collectively about 22 watches between the two videos so i'm almost famous
2: I might do some videos where I try and recreate what you've done and just see how angry I get and how much <laughs> a shout and how rubbish it ends up in the end.
0: Well, I've not I've not um, really explored the world of YouTube. Um, so, I mean, the videos I've put on so far, it's, it's, it was basically a test to see how easy it is and how good the picture looks and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I'm playing about with a bit of video editing and all kinds of stuff, so... Yes, come come see the uh, the channel. Only two videos on there at the moment, but there will be more and there will be better.
2: Um, yeah, cool. i I thought it was a really good video and the what you built is really cool. Like the voiceover, like you know, the actual in-game voiceover, not the video one. It was yeah, was really yeah, the cool. one in the queue. Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I watched that and I was like, right, this game looks amazing. I want to do this. I'm putting it on. <laughs> Five minutes later, I was like, nope.
0: <laughs> that uh, that haunted house. It it took. Out of the 160 hours I've played Planet Coaster, that probably took about, I'd say, 30 or 40 of them, just for that one ride. (laughs) Only because, I I mean, I was learning, because the thing is that there's these things called triggers in there. I don't want a tangent now. I shouldn't be talking about Planet Coaster, but there's uh, things called triggers. They they trigger lights. They trigger explosions. They trigger whatever the hell you want. Um, What I learned as I was going was you can use a thing called a sequencer which is hundreds of triggers in one go, rather than triggering every single thing individually, which took fucking ages. You can put everything onto a sequencer, which is easy, quick, and it looks amazing when once you've got you've got everything together. Um, so yes, the things started to come a bit uh, to get a bit quicker as I was going, but god, yeah, it's been it's been so much fun just learning all the bits and pieces. Uh, but anyway yes going off on a tangent about planet coaster planet coaster is great uh, ignore nezzy he knows no. nothing you are fake news indeed <laughs> so let's move on to john and his 10 seconds ninja
1: okay i only need about 10 seconds to talk about this um, <laughs> first of all 10 second ninja it sounds like a code name for someone that um is a premature ejaculator <laughs> <laughs> second of all This game is wank. Um, Third, it's a 2D uh, sort of side-scrolling platformer, but without the side-scrolling. Like, each level takes place on the screen, so when you get to that level, like, everything you see, that's it. That's all that's there. Um, You're a ninja. You can throw ninja stars. You can hit enemies with your ninja sword. You avoid some obstacles, and for each... Um, sort of screen, I'm not even going to call it a level as soon as you run there time ticks down from 10 seconds you've got 10 seconds to kill all the enemies you'll kill them as fast as you can and that's it, that's the whole game it then goes on to the next screen and there's just a few more enemies or a few more obstacles and then the next one and the next one it's the same game so 10 second ninja I played it for about I don't know, about 5 minutes and that was 4 minutes and 50 seconds too much um, so yeah don't bother utter shit is it?
2: what format is it on
1: so I can uh, avoid it PlayStation 4 um, yeah. it was free at some point and um, yeah I thought, I thought I just I just was looking for a game um, just a little quick game just to play here and there if I've got like a few minutes during the day if my daughter goes down for a nap for sort of half an hour or so um, just a little something to jump in because I can't just start up watchdogs and jump into all of that and start missions and stuff because I don't know how much time I'm gonna get. So it was supposed to be a quick one and I thought, well this one literally has 10 second ninja in the name. It has ten seconds <laughs> right there. I'm gonna give this a go. Um and I thought it'd be something a little bit more similar to that one that came out a while ago. It was called like half minute hero or something like that. That was a fantastic game. And where you could sort of play like large, you could you could complete the game in literally, well, half a minute if 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 you sort of built it up in really quick. But ten second ninja, oh my god, it was awful. I, I hate to be too, um, too negative on games because like I wouldn't know how to create a video game, um, and I, I've interviewed people and spoken to people and have friends that that have created video games and I know how much time and effort goes into creating even the most simple things, but seriously, it's... I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm going to get the fuck up out of his, I'm out. That is exactly what I was singing while I was playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's me done. This this game doesn't need any more time.
0: Right. Well, 10 second Ninja. <clears throat> Avoid at all costs. I've never heard of it. I'll be honest, uh, for good reason. I've never
1: heard the best.
2: <laughs> me playing the Taurus, because that was a bit of a weird game for me to play as well. But mine's the same. I needed a game I could just pick up when I had ten minutes during the day. But because my kids are about during the day, like I can't play Call of Duty because of how violent it is. I can't play. Assassin's Creed Valhalla because like you're just beheading people left, right, and centre with axes and stuff. So I just, you know, pretty much all the games I have are just really violent. So I wanted like a nice little game I can put on that wouldn't scar my children. <laughs> so that's how I ended up playing the Tourist. I mean, like, my like, sat, and like before, you were all like starting to upset women was like talking about it and stuff. So it was quite nice.
0: Cool. Okay, so 10 second ninja. Uh, right, I'm gonna call. Uh, I'm gonna I will start that again. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Apparently not. I didn't do that on purpose, by the way. I just fluffed up my line. I have a thing ready now for when I fluff up my two t- <laughs> uh Yes, eases the tension. Anyway, I'm going to talk about Fall Guys. Everyone knows what Fall Guys is. I don't need to explain it, surely. Uh, a million idiots trying to get from A to B is essentially what Fall Guys oh, is. Yeah. And this is going to be quite quick as well. So, so this is my experience of Fall Guys in a nutshell. <clears throat> Oh my god, this is so much fun. I'm having a blast playing this. Oh, I've been knocked off again. But it's all fun. I've failed, but at least I had fun doing it. 30 minutes later. Stay the fuck away from me, you colourful little fuck nugget. Why are you still going? Why aren't you jumping over the line? Just cross the fucking line. Jump, jump. No, not that way, you plumpy little cunt. Just no, fuck you all, you techno-coloured turds. And that's, uh, that's all, guys
2: still so fun though. Are you having fun shouting these nerds or is it genuine anger? Oh, it's, it's so,
0: it's fun and really colourful and you're like, oh this is great and then it just, you turn like, you turn into a twat and you, you know, you just, it just, it gets under your skin. So all of a sudden it's not, it's not about um, having fun anymore, it's about you know, succeeding and it's so hard mm. to succeed especially when you've got you- dickheads who actively sabotage their own success to stop, turn around, and push you off the fucking edge. <laughs> so have oh, you no. played it, John?
1: <laughs> no, I've not played it. I- I- I've got it. I just feel like this game would just do my head in.
2: I've, I've played this, and I, I play with... I think if I was playing it on my own, I don't think it would be much fun. But I'll play it, like, with my daughter and, and and my wife, and we'll take turns doing it. And, like, because it's somebody else, like, the fun is, like, trying to do as well as possible. Yeah, and you can laugh yeah. at the other person, the other person can laugh at you. And when playing all that, this game is really, really fun. But I don't think I'd have that much fun playing it on my own.
0: I agree. And if we had, like, a, a closed server and there was, like, everyone from the VG Hub in there, and you had, you know, 20, 30-odd people that we all knew and you could hear... That would be quite fun. Yeah, but yeah, but so it's 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 the faceless dickheads out there who who are just all they want to do is play the game to sabotage your fun.
2: <laughs> it's so well, that, annoying. No, I love that game. It's fun. It's fun, even with the dickheads. Like, it's fun getting past them and stuff. It's a really good game. I love it. I've I've got to stage
0: three, uh, and I can't get to stage four. It just doesn't happen.
2: I've got. I think the best I finished like third, fifth like you know a few times but I've never I think I might have even come second once but I've never won it and I will do one day when I do it it will be a wonderful day
0: <laughs> Yeah it's, I think it's as unlikely that I'm going to win this as it is me winning um, on Warzone or PUBG I'm just uh, looking these, this one. These, yeah, oh, mm, yeah I suppose but I mean there's, there's one level um, where you have to as you're going through the obstacles you have to jump through these uh, point rings and obtain a certain amount of points before the end opens up. So if you miss the points and you get to the far end, you, you can't do anything. You can't cross the line. The line's not open to you. So you have to jump through these points, like these rotating um, platforms and things, and get through these, these hoops. Uh, and I, I can't do that level at all. It's, the thing is, when you jump, you, you either jump full... Well, you don't jump. There's no half jump like Mario. It's a full jump or no jump. So you can't to, to try and jump through these gaps. It's it's almost impossible. You have to like time it to pinpoint accuracy, and it's yeah, it's oh, it's infuriating. But I you know I, every so often I'll just think I'm gonna have i am I'm gonna have a few games on Fall Guy, and you know it's there now. It's there for when I I want to just sort of have a little bit of a blast. And I enjoy yeah. it, and I hate it. And that's for guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. In a nutshell. If it's cheap, I would pick it up, because it is quite fun. And if you've got a load of friends who are playing it, definitely pick it up. It is good. Yeah. And it's shit at the same time. So we have uh, some community players who, uh, I mean, these, these two were, they messaged us last week, but they just about missed the cut, Um. So we have Sarah G who's platinumed The Last of Us Part 2 and is about to start Black Ops campaign with random multiplayer mixed in and we've got um, GH Rocker, Heavy Evil, Antonio, however you want to, uh, whatever name you want to call him he's playing uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Uh, he got it when he picked up Covid from his nan, he's been smashing that out
1: what, what the sh- game, or is that
0: <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs>
2: you you beat me to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. Good cool games though. Despicable Tony. If you see me, if you see me on Cold War, can you shout? and Let's face to play some multiplayer. Also, Sarah as well. Playing some Black Ops. Let's go because I'm still playing that game, and I still really enjoy it. Right. So I assume you've
0: got your uh, quiz questions ready for the Metacritic quiz. Oh
2: my God, I totally forgot.
0: What is the Metacritic Quiz, you're you're asking? If you're asking that, you're an idiot, because it's very, very obvious. We basically go onto Metacritic, we look up a game, we read out the review... And the rest of us has to guess what the review. uh, Sorry, what the game is. It's as simple as that. And by the sounds of it, Nezi has forgotten to find his game.
2: No, no, just do me last for a completely unrelated reason. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Okay, then. So I can go first, or John can go first. (coughs) Go first, Jay. Uh, I might need a drink first because my throat's gone dry. Don't worry, this Budweiser keeps drying out my throat. This is the worst game I ever play. It has no story and the targeting system stink. And the movies stink. I wish this game was never created. Stay away from this garbage. The Metacritic score, by the way, is 96. You can have that cu- uh, clue for free. By the way, because Dan is not here, Very the, uh, the point system has been reduced just so we're not uh, running away with it while he's not here. So five points for a, uh, a guess off the bat and two points for... Clue,
1: it's that's a really tricky one. I mean, it's something, it's definitely a shooter of some kind. If there's a targeting system, it might not be, it could be like a hack and slash. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it did I
0: have know. a massive clue in it where it said the uh, target tar- fucking hell, targeting system stink and the movie stink. That's exactly how it's written,
1: and the movies.
0: So, there is a tie in.
1: Ah, is this Resident Evil 3?
0: That is
1: incorrect. Uh, is it Resident Evil 4,
0: 5, <laughs> 6? <laughs> I'll save you the, uh, the trouble, it's not Resident Evil. Okay. Is that, is that a horror game, though? Do you want an official clue?
1: Yeah, I need one. Me too.
0: It's from the 90s. It's PS... Uh, sorry, no, it's not PS1. It's from the 90s, though.
1: Is it Blair Witch? No,
0: it is primarily. Well, it's mm. not primarily a game. It's it's a game and it has a movie and it's from the nineties.
2: The Matrix. No, that's not the right. Is it? Damn, I mean, that was that's a good game.
0: Incorrect. I mean, yeah, it has a movie and it has a, it has a game, but uh, the game actually came out in the two thousands.
2: Oh God! I can't um, think of what. I can't remember was what was the in the nineties. It's not PS One, did you say? It's not PS1. It's
0: from the 90s, but it's not PS1.
2: What else? What other consoles are there in the 90s? What did I have before that? The SNES. N64. No, at the same time. N64. Goldeneye. Correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Eww. Well, there it is. That's two points to Nezzi.
2: Two points. Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so well, we're going to do two each this time because we have. there's only three of us, so uh, I think we've got time for it. Okay. Oh. So Nezi, go look up another one. <laughs> <laughs> <His dick. laughs> right, so Nezi you got that, so you have to it's your your go. So right, you'll I'm, have to look up your I'm other one on. in a minute.
2: Right. There is um there's quite a few little things that would be too big of a clue It mentions some other games which are um from the same developer. So instead of saying those games, I want to say game blank. Okay. So here goes. If this was a EA Bioware game, so there's a clue, it'd be getting three and four out of ten. Blank has no customizations. It's basically a two-click attack, which is mostly just spamming the attack button. A broken parry system that only works sometimes, which is typical from blank that's a developer. A grapple that just a, a grapple that's just plain annoying at times, maybe the worst AI in gaming history. Still trying to figure out how you can land multiple death blows when you think it'd only take one horrible clunky combat with slow unresponsive character movement but the game blank game blank fanboy brigade would give anything released from this developer a ten out of ten this will easily be 2019's most overrated piece of pure trash it's basically a poor man's version of game blank mm. oh. it's
1: oh. Tomb Raider.
2: It's not Tomb Raider, and this guy's this guy's to the But this guy's talking absolute bullshit, by the way. <laughs> and uh, he's rated it a one out of ten. And this has a Metacritic score
1: of ninety. Oh god, so it's a good game then. Is it? Um, is it? No, Grapple Hook. That's what's throwing me off. The Grapple Hook bit.
0: Yeah, the Grapple Hook. So that's what I'm trying to.
1: Wrap my head around. Um, <sighs> there can't be that many Grapple Hooks in that many games.
2: It mentioned that it was released in 2019 in there, so that was yeah, a clue. Yeah, yeah. 2019 Grapple Hook. Is it... Um, <sighs> is it Rage 2? It's not Rage 2, no.
1: I'm trying to think about games that would have been a Grapple Hook in. Really difficult.
2: I feel that this is a game that you would need to have. Pla- no, maybe not need to have played. It's a bit of a. Ma- it's okay. I'll give you a clue. A free clue. It's it's like a Marmite game that like, people are absolutely fucking love this game, or oh, they'll hate it. Death Stranding. No. No. Good guess though. Was that 2019?
0: Maybe. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think so. Possibly
2: 2018. <laughs> I well, I'll, give, I'll give I'll give I'll give another clue which is that last line that I had in there and I said game black at the end of it but I'll say the full sentence. It's basically a poor man's version of Dark Souls. Is it Sekiro? It is Sekiro. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Which is a brilliant game. This guy is talking absolute wobble. Can right. I say that as a as a man who spent 11 months And over 200 goes on one boss And I've still not completed it And I still think it's a brilliant game Wow, That's
0: two points to you John There's far too many clues given
2: then (laughs) And I'm
0: far too far behind (laughs) Too too kind Here we go
1: Perfect I bought this game, high review scores And started playing with optimism I've played for approximately one hour And dislike it so much I've deleted it I wouldn't really call it a game It's more like a bad film it's a series of tedious cutscenes and I crawl between them. Some bad guys are searching for me, however they must be blind because one of them is inspecting a corpse barely 20 centimetres away and failed to notice me. I have a companion who walks in what sounds like high heels even though he's wearing rubber hospital shoes. The control system is clumsy and I find myself unable to avoid walking into fire. My hospital outfit must be military issue as my character believes there is also a side holster. I'm clearly a medical genius as I can heal a broken arm in about five seconds just by pulling on it. I don't expect brutal realism, but this is so preposterous Preposterous! it shattered my immersion and enjoyment. The whole of the first level takes, the whole of the first level happens in a hospital. What a disappointment. I hope I can get a refund. A hospital? A hospital
2: game? Is it theme hospital? It is not theme hospital, <laughs> <or> no. <laughs> Try think of games in hospitals with a holster.
0: Deus Ex? One of the
2: nope. other ones. What year was it? 2015. Is it Metal Gear Solid Five? It is? Well done.
0: Just about to say that, you twat.
2: <laughs> Were you actually? <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great start to a game. Yeah, I thought
1: it was
2: great. Um, yeah, that, that opening bit was amazing in the, in the hospital.
0: Yeah, this reviewer is is obviously a complete twat.
2: I feel that was a really good guess to just get two points for.
0: Uh, well, no, that it's was odd. the original clue, wasn't it? That, that was one clue, so that's a five-pointer. Ooh, well,
2: yeah, better than two. I'll take it. Yep, I'll take it.
0: Right, Nezzy, then.
2: It's me Your again. second one. Right, okay.
0: Which you can okay. had ahead of time.
2: Absolutely. I've been poring over Metacritic's scores all <laughs> week, getting ready. So this is the one that won, and this is, here he goes... While this game is fun at first, it quickly loses its steam. The developers don't take the game seriously. They would rather sit around in the office all day playing games, promising features they never deliver on. It would be great to see a serious developer who isn't full of themselves take this game on and make it into something really great. It has so much potential. The only great thing about this game is the community that have made the game with all the mods and support, the developers have simply profited off everyone else's hard work.
1: It's it. it. Back for Blood. No, I don't know what Back for Blood is. It's um from the people that made Left for Dead, and it's I
2: think oh, is this a new one?
1: Yeah, I've heard it's brilliant, but uh, it's not that. No, it's not that. Hmm.
0: Quite like a year or a console
2: or something. The um, that review was written on the November twenty first, two thousand and eleven. <laughs>
0: That doesn't mean much, because there's lots of reviews of, like, 90s games from,
2: like, 2014. Yeah, but you know it's probably not a review of a game done in 2015. Any yeah. guesses?
1: So the community are keeping it alive.
2: Can you repeat some of what you've just said? What, well, the review?
0: Yeah. Preferably okay, something so while that this game highlights is... what the game might be.
2: Um, I'll tell you what, I'll read another review. Um... The next one down. We are really close to the end of the world for this kind of game being appointed as the best PC game of the year. If it was appointed for best game for your Windows 95, I would try to accept. But it's not a game. It's a tool. I don't see any any elements that point this as a game. It's more like a 3D map editor with disguised monsters and horrible AI. The graphics isn't a problem. The game is the problem. And with such high Metascore for a map editor, well, it's a joke. Is it Gary's mod?
1: No, it's not. a
0: good
1: guess, that. Yeah. Um, four or two? No. I'm on out of guesses. <laughs> um, Far Cry it's... 3. Okay, I'll
2: give a clue. So this, I guess, I think this was written when it came out in 2011. And it's quite funny that it would say something that the first review say it would be great to see a serious developer, who wasn't for themselves, so take this game on and make it into something really great, because it probably is one of the biggest games ever made. Is it a little, big a clue. No, a little Big Planet? No, it's not Little Big Planet.
1: Thinking about like the map editor and stuff.
2: The second review said, if it was appointed for best game for your Windows ninety five, I would try to accept. There's a clue. It's more like a three D map editor. That like you could actually probably play out of Windows 95.
0: Around 2011.
2: I'm sure there are people listening to this that are just screaming. Oh, <laughs>
1: I'm sure they are. Like a map editor. Is Minecraft? No, that didn't come out in 2011. <laughs> it is Minecraft! Is it? It was 2011.
2: Really? Well, that's. Wow. Right, release date, November eighteenth, two thousand eleven. Minecraft PC. Wow. That's that game's been around for a long time. A very long time. Wow. (laughs) That's just (laughs) Minecraft. I don't you you all seem just so astounded by that then. Everyone's speechless. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm 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 looking for
0: a sound effect that um, represents my emotions right now.
2: The speechless sound effect.
0: Have you tried turning it off and on again? No, that's not it.
2: That's
1: not it. I love that show.
0: Yeah, it's a great show, isn't it?
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Good show.
0: Okay, well, well done to uh,
2: to John, I suppose. I suppose. (laughs) Well well done, John. You deserve that well done. Do you want to take it away from me?
1: I will phone my mum and tell her about it right now. She'll be so (laughs) proud.
2: She'd be like, it was so obviously Minecraft. Why did it take, like, ten minutes?
1: <laughs> um, so is it my one? It's my one now, isn't it? My last one. Yes. Okay. You've got one, um, and I've got one. This is not blank. It is something else, and it's not very good. The original games were well-crafted and genre-defining. You could feel that a very clever person had put a lot of effort into every aspect of the game's design and production. The games felt like they had a soul that the player could feel. What you have here is the complete opposite it's like you told a computer or robot what a blank game is and for it to go and build one. You end up with a game that looks similar but completely soulless. It's the difference between watching a great piano player play live and watching a computer play a piano. The game is like marketers write list of what people think is cool in blank game and even get an army of people working on soulless production line to produce this rubbish. The only good team left at Capcom are the monster hunter team all the other talent that had the ability of putting that something special into the game left a long time ago they just use the blank name to sell you a production line product for people tricked <coughs> excuse me by poor game with high production value for a recognized ip
0: resident evil
1: six it's not resident evil six five resident evil five It's not Resident Evil 5.
0: Is it Resident Evil at all?
1: Yes.
2: Seven. Resident Evil 4. It is seven. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Points. I was so sure, I was going to say, up until you said Capcom, I was like, I'm going to go in for another quick guess here, and I'm going to get it, and I'm going to be a hero. I was going to say, Mass Effect Andromeda, (laughs) until you said Capcom.
0: Hey! Um, Right, so it is... uh, I'm going to come. Oh. Yep, yeah, points for me. Right, so it's my which last one. Uh, the gameplay was really ahead of its time, especially in the first zone of the game, the one which snows a lot. Although the story is good, they really over-explain everything, and I really didn't get any more out of the game besides war. Bad. But this doesn't stop this game from being one of the best games on the PS1.
1: The PS1?
0: Jeebus. Metacritic score, 94. Oh, shit. This is Metal Gear Solid 1. Hold well on. It is indeed.
1: Yeah. It snows Love at the that. beginning of that game. I've played it about a thousand times. Yeah,
0: so have I. Yes. Great game. Great game. Um, That, I think, is it for the Metacritic quiz. I don't think anyone has anything else, do they? Brilliant. So, the scores on the doors are Dan, still on 35, got absolutely no points this week, which is pathetic. Uh, Then second is John with 32. Third is Nezi with 27. And then it's me bringing up the rear still with 20. Dan's still ahead. ahead. <laughs> well done, Dan. <laughs> yeah, well done, Dan. Still ahead despite being <laughs> an absent
1: he's Not even here, and he's winning still. <laughs>
0: That's well, that, how good he is. Yeah, that is talent. <laughs> uh, right, okay. We're going to move on swiftly to. Joy it's time
1: for topic. Of...
0: And topic of the week this week Is games that made you cry John, let's start with you
1: Okay, um, Red Dead 2 made me cry I'm a very emotional man anyway I'm Very in touch with my emotional side um, Cried like a baby at Red Dead 2 I'm not going to say why without spoilers But it was very, very sad Very, very sad time um, last of Us 1, I cried. Last of Us 2, I cried. And, um, yeah, when I played that Outcast game last week as well, um, I cried at that because of how bad it was. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's moments in these games. That, and it, for me, like, don't get me wrong, like, every game I turn on, I'm not sitting there in, like, of tears. Like, I'm not playing Modern Warfare and just sitting there crying like a baby. But, um <laughs> So it's the characters for me. It's when I become really invested in the characters of the games that, that I'm playing. Um, and if if it, if sort of certain things happen, if certain characters die, then um, yeah, it it can be a little bit a little bit upsetting because when when I play a game, I really like to immerse myself into it as much as possible as an as an escapism from uh, things that, that might be a little bit worrying or whatever in real life. So I really, Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham in general, yeah. <laughs> so I really uh, get invested in the characters, and if something happens to those characters, then I take it personally. <laughs> I don't take it personally, but uh, it just could be a little bit upsetting. But um, Nessie, how about you? Has a game ever made you cry?
2: I, I really don't think so. And I've, it's not that I don't really have emotions, it's just that not very often... Oh, I can't really remember the last time there was emotions express themselves through water coming out of my eyes. So they have games that have made me sad and that have been like, emotionally involved in that like, The Walking Dead, I definitely felt um, in, emotionally involved in when the big shocking thing happens in that. Um, mm, everyone's was like, like oh, the aliens. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that made me sad. Um, I think that The Last of Us 2 did a really good job of me being like, emotionally involved in the characters and like you know if things were happening that i didn't want to happen and that i found upsetting and i think the last of us did a great job of doing that with not just one character but with more than one character and it does a good job of like changing your emotions throughout the game so it's like a bit of an emotional roller coaster and what you feel at one point you know you find out is not quite as it was a bit later down the line and I think the emotional rollercoaster that took me on had me so involved that, like, by the end of it, I was like, you know, I was, there was times where I was sad and I was really, um, you know, I was really emotional about what was going on in the game. But I uh, still... But I'd actually cry, cry. No, I don't think. I've cried. Um, Have you ever at cried moment, in seven
0: any seven, kind of media?
2: Um, like a film? I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny enough the two i can remember was i don't know why this happened it was like in year six in primary school like it was like our last day before we were leaving or something and we got to like watch a film in um in the hall so like we're all sat like a whole of year six sat on our little benches watching the film on the tv we were watching the film we're watching is free willy and for some reason <laughs> just watching that film was like all of the classmates i just I, and I just started crying of just what was happening in the film and i, I have no idea why that happened um well, and another time i've been upset is at the end of the witcher 3 now are we allowed to talk about endings of the witcher 3 it's a very old really, game really
0: no it's it's still no, you it's played on it, game pass and i've not played it and i would like to at some point um hmm. well i
2: got a i got a terrible ending on that game and that made me want to cry because I loved that game and the ending, the ending out is just so ridiculous compared to the other ending that it made me really, really, really want to cry. How many endings are there in That's Witcher 3? I think, I think there's a few. I'm not sure how many there are but I think there's like maybe five or six or something and there's the point there's decisions you make throughout the game obviously that affect it, it is quite well done in The Witcher 3 though the way the decisions impact um but the, the endings can be very, very different, and I could have got like this one dud random ending that not many people who play the game got, and it's just it's just such a hilarious. Some people may have know which ending I'm talking about, but it's just so it's just such a dud compared to the other ones. Um, yeah, so that that made me want to cry, but I still didn't cry. I still held out.
0: You're a man's man's man.
2: I don't know. I don't. I don't mind being emotional, and I don't think it makes you any really less of a man for having a for having a weep. It's just I just never get as far as to get wet cheeks. <laughs> maybe it's because I don't want to get my beard wet. Well oh, maybe. I, I mean,
0: I'm I'm a I'm a complete soppy twat. I'll be honest. Um, I've I've found getting older, I seem to cry more and more <laughs> at the things. It's always like it's all media and just what gets me the most. I'm, I'll go into my games in a minute. But um, currently, watching videos of dogs being rescued uh, and being rehabilitated, anything dog-related, I'm I'm gone. It's that's my uh, Achilles' heel. I'm a huge dog person, so anytime a dog is in distress or a dog's being, um, it's recuperating or you see its journey back to whatever. Um, yeah, I'm gone. Um. Um, yeah, dogs all day long. Humans can go fuck themselves, but dogs. Dogs are a special type of uh, species, aren't they? Uh, but yeah, my yeah. games, yeah, my indeed. games. Um so yeah, Telltales The Walking Dead. Uh I thought the end of that without giving it away, um it was a great ending to the season. Um i am still yet to play season three, I think. I'm already up to season two with that. I loved them as well. I don't know why I've stopped playing it. So I'll have to get onto that. Uh, the Last of Us, especially the the opening um, act, the well, the opening uh, the, the intro basically. Um, oh yeah. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. I won't I won't say exactly what I'm talking about, just in case there's still people who haven't played the game. If you've not played it, play it for God's sake. It's it's one of my top five all time games, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, the first sort of half an hour is you're emotionally drained by the end of it.
2: Yeah, I agree um, with that.
0: It's just such a fantastic game. And even uh, at the end, towards the end of The Last of Us, when they're in a a building and they're they're walking through the building and there's this uh, part of the wall's collapsed and they're looking into this courtyard and and there's a a family of giraffes just grazing. And, you know, they just, the characters, they sort of stand there and they watch these giraffes for a second. You can watch the bit for as long as you want because it's up to you when you sort of disturb the cutscene. So just there watching the giraffes and after everything they've been through for the past, um, I suppose, 25 hours of gameplay, just watching these giraffes, just just, just you know, watching this nice, peaceful moment, especially knowing that, you know, you, you're about to come to the climax and shit's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it brought a tear to my eye. It was, yeah, it was weird. And when a game can do that to you, just just buy some giraffes grazing. You know the game is good, and you know that they've they've got you by the balls uh, on an emotional level. No. Um, also, Mass Effect Three, the the opening sequence of that, the escape from um, Earth as Earth was being destroyed. Spoiler alert! But fucking hell, it's an old and game. I know why you would allowed to spoil, but I'm not. It's an old game. <laughs> I suppose Last of Us is quite well, similar the- to the age, <laughs> but it's 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 right at the beginning. It's no, it's no. Yeah, I'm only joking. Yeah, it's on the front cover, so. Yeah, but I it, think it's the music and the just just the, the way they handle it and the, that's that's it. The the boy, you save the boy. The boy gets onto a um, a ship, and is evacuating the planet. And as the oh, ship yeah, yeah. lifting into orbit, it gets hit or taken down, and you know the boy's on there. And yeah, the music for the game, which is, is great anyway. It just adds to the whole thing anyway. It, um, I I still think Mass Effect Three is a brilliant game. Um, Originally, the ending was a bit weak, but with the extra ending they they put on it's uh i mean' they've, they've done well I'm looking forward to playing the whole thing again the the remastering the whole matrix the uh, matrix the whole mass effect um trilogy aren't they apparently it's coming yeah. out, coming out this year, I believe so I'm looking forward to that and finally, my other game is uh what remains of Edith Finch, which is a an emotional roller coaster of a game uh, if you've not played it, it doesn't take that long to play it's maybe. Three, four hours, perhaps. And it's just a sequence of stories about this family and the tragedy of this family. And it's done in such an entertaining and creative way. Um, Again, I'm not going to go into what made me cry on that particular game.
2: um, But you'll know it when you see it, I reckon. Yeah, you will. Yeah. I've played that game and I really enjoyed it, but I can't remember any of it. I have a terrible memory, even for games. Like, I've played all the Mass Effect's I played Mass Effect 3 and completed it, but I can't tell you what happens at the end. I can't remember.
0: It's a good reason to play it again this year.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. If you only had time. But um, also, what you said about The Last of Us, the first one, the start of it, yeah, that actually, that is a bit... And I replayed it not too long ago, and um that is really emotional. And yeah. um I think... Like you and dogs, since I've had children, anything involving children now, I find really hard to watch children suffering or parents losing children or parents having to watch their children suffer. Anything like that now yeah. actually does really upset me.
0: Yeah, as soon as you can relate on any level at all to whatever's happening, then you get a re- an emotional response, don't you? That's that's mm-hmm. how they work, whether it be yeah. tears or joy or um, empathy or whatever. It's, yeah. And I mean, I'm not a parent, so I I can't relate on that level. Um, but I can understand, certainly understand. I mean, I've got nieces and nephews. Um, I suppose being a parent is next level kind of shit. Yeah.
2: Um, I see. So we've got some we've got some good entries there from our community we about do. some of the things we that we've We do indeed. <coughs> um, since you brought it up, do you want to go through them? Oh, why not? Oh gosh,
0: well I will give you the exactly. power. And now it's your time to shine. It's the community section. Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? We want to know. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you.
2: Okay, community answers. So, um, Fletch Nicey says, Life is Strange Games. The end of the first game was gut-wrenching, but I actually felt sadder in Before the Storm. I regularly go on YouTube to watch the conversation between Chloe and William on stage. Dreams of William by daughter is my s- Sunday morning alarm. Have any you played Life is Strange? Yeah, yes, oh, I love them. I love them. Yeah. He's
1: amazing in those games. What Great a brilliant game. song to work um, up to. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure what that is. I asked my wife actually.
1: Is. Sorry, go on. I asked,
2: my, I asked my wife if anything had ever made her cry in a game, and she doesn't play many games, but she plays a few. I've just got to start playing Assassin's Creed 2. She's playing upstairs now. But she has played Life is Strange, and she said in that game, she cried in that game. It's I was tense. upset. By I it. think
0: it was episode yeah. three, at the end of episode three, or at the end of episode two, something like that, the, the bit where the dynamic changes really unexpectedly. You, you don't know until it happens. Do you know which, do you know, do you yeah. know which
2: bit I mean? Yeah, when they got <laughs> When the guys paint the up, it's a real dynamic dynamic changer.
1: Look how big um, my knob is, massive.
2: Yeah, that bit,
1: <laughs> that bit. Yeah,
0: no, but you know, which one you that know that what you want to mean, don't you? Yeah, I
1: the, do know what you mean, yeah. really. Yeah,
0: that was the Fun. very emotional bit. Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Cool. Um, right. Well.
0: Yeah, great films. Uh, films. Great games. Life is strange. I've not, played, I've not finished um, I, the second one. I will do.
1: Should we take one of these each? Because otherwise there is a lot to read Yeah, yeah go like, for it. Yeah. We'll just go round table. I'll go next and then we'll just we'll just keep going round. A really um,
0: small one. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Rich Webster says, uh, yep, both Red Dead Redemption games um, made him uh, tear up and also Final Fantasy VII.
2: I agree with the first Red Dead Redemption at the end of that. Yes, Second Red Dead Redemption, not so much for me.
1: Really? When he's penis fell off? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you can relate think, to that think, on an emotional level, because if that happened to you, it would make you cry.
1: Yeah, it did. It did happen <laughs> to me. Oh dear. <laughs> I so think I with the
2: Second Red Dead Redemption, it was because because it was so long, and I do love that game, but again, there was just a bit of a, another... It was a bit of a never-ending game, so I think by the end of it, my emotions are a bit
1: numb. And they're like 20 hours that you have to spend building a house randomly in the prologue.
2: I
0: agree with the first one. That is a hell of a ending, wasn't it? Coming out of that barn and then your penis falling off. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: That is probably the best ending to a game, I reckon.
0: (laughs) Uh, Kim, Gamer Girl from the Overseas Connection, says Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption 2. The first season of Telltale's The Walking Dead, which I agree with. Gears 3 as well. Um, I can't remember Gears 3. It's been yeah. ages
1: since I played that. I remember oh. mm, Dom's penis. <laughs> <He> falls cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does involve... Uh, I'm mean, sure we can spoil this. It's been out years. Like, uh, it's where Dom dies, and it's quite sad. Um, and it all goes in slow motion. And what's that really depressing song called... Uh, Mad World. I all around me a familiar.
0: Oh yeah, oh, no, I love that song. Game.
1: That was the first that game. One. That all oh, right. Still, uh, I still love the song. Doesn't work. Uh, so yeah, and I think it's where Dom crashes the vehicle, and then that's the same way like Dom's wife and stuff. He finds her in like that alien pod, covered in all that alien goop shit, and like shoots her and stuff. It's very uh, uplifting game. Yeah, that was.
2: A little bit sad. I don't like games where they're intentionally, or films or they're int- intentionally trying to control my emotions with obvious things. If I know it's, in- it's intentionally done just to make me feel a certain way, my brain goes, nope. Yeah, so you can detect it, can't well you? It's,
0: it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Those emotionally <coughs> manipulative films and games. Yep. Um, I'd probably still cry anyway because I'm a, a big soppy cunt. Kills. So Chopper Kelly agrees with Walking Dead. It's it's written in uh, brackets.
2: Right. Carry on. Next one. We've got Rich Pav who says Hello from Japan. Ooh. Um Hello. Wolfenster. Gonna eat Yeah, that's it. Well done, <laughs> Wolfenstein stew. In, in Wolfenstein's Two. Wolfenstein's Wolfenstein's Two with a new Colossus introduction cutscene. The protagonist as a child has had his hands strapped to a wooden horse by his abusive father and was forced to shoot his dog with a shotgun. The game would not let me shoot the father. The scene wasn't necessary. See, if I started that That's game not. and I
0: was forced to shoot the dog, I would not continue with that game. Oh, yeah. That that would kill it off. Yeah. Kill it off for me. I'm done.
1: That sounds awful. Oh yeah. I think I'll give that one a miss. It does sound... I I do remember this, and
2: it is an awful scene, but I think I had that reaction and I thought, you're just trying to make me sad. You're just trying to make me... You're trying to shock me. You're trying to make me... Well, I'm not going to do it. It's not a real dog. I'm just going to shoot it. That's how that will make me feel, because to me it's like a really intentional way of trying to shock you. Too early on in the game so it didn't really bother me
1: Yeah, I, I gave this game a miss anyway because I completed the first one and I thought it was boring for the most part to be honest. I know people love it, I was just really bored with how repetitive it was
0: I don't like shooting yeah, the, the dogs and stuff in Far Cry free enough. Every time I, I kill one I have to apologise to it <laughs> like, don't, don't make me do Barry. this, please don't make me do this like, oh, I have to look away and then shoot it
1: <laughs> um, next, we've got Day of Grohl, who, um, as well as um, he says, almost all of Life is Strange, and also Life is Strange Before the Storm, the only game that's brought me to floods of tears.
0: Yeah, both great games. I need to play the second yeah. one. I've not played it yet. I played yeah. episode one.
2: I've just got tired of the episodic thing so that's why I kind of stopped playing those types of games but maybe I should I didn't like the first Life is Strange I played the first one and didn't carry on but the second one does look better so I might give that a go
0: the first episode was good and what I played of it um, it went off Game Pass that's the reason I didn't play it I got to episode. Oh, yeah. I got past episode 1 then it had just vanished and I was like oh, I'm not buying it so one day I'll go back to it uh, Daniel W says Red Dead 2 for sure but The Last of Us 2 is all kinds of gut-wrenching. Yeah. The game I've not played, that, but I know pretty much everything now. Everything's been spoiled for me, unfortunately. Um,
2: for so for I mean, which one?
0: Last of Us 2. It's the, okay. I, mm. I got rid of my PS4 to fund the PC before that came out. Uh, I'm, which I it's kind spooky. of regret because I do want to play it. Love the first one.
2: Does it ever come into PC? Do these games appear on PC? No, Please. I don't
0: think so, because it's Sony, it's Sony Studio,
2: isn't it? Oh, well, of course it is, yeah.
0: So, yeah.
2: Never mind. Should I go through um, my teeth and brains list? We've got a little list here. I'll go through them. Um, Valiant Hearts. Good game. Is that the one... Is that that side-scrolling one in World War One? Yeah, yeah, it is that was a great and game and i loved it it was a great game and i loved it because it was an emotional game and that's what was really good about it so
0: yeah yeah it's a really
2: good shout told the story from all sides as well
0: It's you know it it went through um like a german guy with his family and his wife yeah. or whatever um, i vaguely remember and it's nice to sort of humanize because people forget that you know enemies are human beings and they have agendas and they're told lies and things to make them do what they wow. have to do um both sides are yeah ex- exactly exactly uh we're just so, as that. that's how war works yeah exactly but it's nice to see the different yeah. perspectives
2: yeah it's brilliant but yeah great Kate. um brothers a tale of two sons i've only played like an hour of this so i don't know yeah
0: i played about an hour it was quite good what i played but i've not played the rest I'll take your word for that
2: um to the Moon Last Day of June
0: Which one's To the Moon? I don't
1: know I don't, I've Does not played To the, the Moon I've heard the moon. people talk about No, nah, there's one called To the Moon Yeah,
2: I've heard good things about it but I've not played it um, What Remains of Eda Finch um, okay. Hellblade Tenuous We discussed that there with Edith Finch Hellblade Tenuous Sacrifice I enjoyed that game Have you, Have you played it?
0: What kind of game is it? Is
2: it like a third person adventure? Yeah, third person action game, yeah. I think it's not a massive long game, I think it's about 10 hours or so. It's, um, I think it's, I think the, um, the kind of, like, USP of this game is that you're inside this, um, Senua, I think her name is, you're inside her head and she has, um, mental health disorder and I'm doing it a disservice by explaining it so, um, Specifically, um, but like you play it with headphones and you hear voices in the head, and it's all about like the struggles that she kind of goes through in the head, like suffering through this mental, um, these mental health issues while going through this crazy game. Um, I've done a terrible job explaining that, but anyway, you, you do kind of like, um, you do make a, a really good connection with the character, and um, because of that, I found that it was a pretty emotional game because, like you say, you kind of like, um, you you, you're kind of just emotionally involved. He does a really good job of like making you feel like you're kind of part of the character as well. So, um, yeah, it's a really good game. I definitely recommend it. It's a good game as well. Okay, cool. Um, so, the last three on there are Gone Home, um, which I've not played
0: not Red played.
2: Dead Redemption and That Dragon Cancer. Um, I think that I'm surprised that Dragon, that dragon Cancer not crept up more. I've not actually played it, but I've heard a lot of things about it. It's a game about someone having cancer, which I've heard is really an an emotional journey of a game.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I like Shooty Shooty as much as everyone, but I also like a game that causes an emotional response, and that's what you finished with. Yeah, I I totally agree. Computer games are very powerful things, I think. Probably one of the best um, medias to tell a story because you can tell a story and also be part of the story exactly so I agree Uh, Um,
0: Chopper Kelly simply says the end of limbo limbo fucking hell the end of limbo got a bit choked up
1: and uh, Livia Stanson says on Facebook um, group Go and join it. Uh, he says it doesn't say go and join it. He says Gears of War three was probably the first game that made me sad, and it hits hard every time I replay it. Definitely the best in the series for me.
2: I remember it being Ooh, the Vicky best. Vicky Bryan, was... Vicky Bryan agrees. She says Dom Dine was sad for me. Gear three is definitely the best out of them all. I spent so many hours playing that. Uh,
0: Chris Matthew says, of course, everyone was sad. I'm assuming that's supposed to be when... Arif? 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 I've not played Final Fantasy VII, so I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, The one that stands out for me was the death of Williams or Caden in Mass Effect, because which one lived or died was the result of your choices. That's a good... uh, Yeah, That's, that's a good point. It's not really a spoiler, because both can live or die, depending on what you do. But yeah, that was a good...
2: I don't
0: quite, even quite remember powerful, who those are. Uh, they were kind of like the, the soldier class of your group. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, you had, to, you had to bin off of one of them. I think one of them had to stay behind on a planet or something while it blew up or something like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Thank you. Yes, thank to you everyone. for those responses. Now, apparently we've had a problem with our email address. So, if anyone has sent us an email, um, it's either bounced back or it's just not turned up for whatever reason. We don't know why. Uh, we can't ring them up to correct it because they're not open till tomorrow, I believe. Um, yeah.
2: Well, it, they stay Tuesday, but um, I'm on it. As I will, as the person who set up the email, I set up an email that broke immediately. I will make sure that I get it fixed in the next couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a bit of a
0: fail do we have any uh, community messages um that aren't the uh the crying bit topic of the week
1: not really no <laughs> uh because I, I just sort of reached out to everyone for the for that one specific thing so we, we had a lot of responses about the about what games uh, made people sad
2: and also the emails broken, so there's probably hundreds of emails <laughs> yeah. floating around in the internet system somewhere. I'm sure we'll track them down eventually. Uh, wonderful. I can talk
0: vaguely about what Fraser said in his podcast if uh, if you've not listened to it yet. He Ooh, was uh, people
2: talking about us.
0: Yeah, it was it was nice to, to hear him talk about us. Um, he said basically that Desi uh, was a natural podcaster. He was very impressed with you. Pay him um, well. He said, "Yeah, it's, it's great to have Dan back." Um, I was energetic, which is either a good or a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. And John was shit. <laughs> that
1: sounds about right.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> he just uh, well, thank he, you. He, he said he really enjoyed the podcast, um, but the the levels were a bit off, which they certainly were on the first episode. The second one should have been better. If you've listened to the second episode and the levels are still a bit weird, let us know so we can correct it. But I'm fairly certain they should be bang on. How can people contact us, Well, they should follow us on Twitter at Joysticks and Chill. They should join our Facebook group, Joysticks and Chill. Eventually, they can email us, probably at podcast at joysticksandchill.com. But that's debatable at the moment. You can also <laughs> leave an audio message on Anchor. Beyond all of that, please leave us a review on iTunes because it helps us become more... uh it, The spotlight grows bigger around us the more reviews are left. Please please review us on iTunes. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Email, E-mail us. Podcast at joysticksandjill.com Us messages messages you think do so please get in touch. We love reading people's uh, comments and stuff out, good, bad, or whatever we want to yes. learn, we want to know who's out there um and the numbers are growing, aren't they they we've had a look at the numbers uh earlier on today and it's We're not so much the numbers <laughs> and but the scope has has grown. So we've we've spread like coronavirus over the sea into uh, America and Canada and also the other direction into Australia which is uh, mm-hmm. which is cool to see. So yes. Anyway right, everyone stop what you're doing and listen to me. It's time for shout I will start with this one. I'm going to shout out Stu Duke and Chinny, like I always do. Uh, Thank you for putting up with my quizzes, and thank you for, uh, in advance, putting this best-of quiz on your uh, platform whenever it happens. Uh, Also, to uh, Fraser Dave and Neil for uh, spreading some joystick love. Uh, We appreciate the comments, and um, Pilch for pulling up with John on his podcast. (laughs) Yes, um i think that's it for me uh shout out wise thank you very much for all the comments as well i'm sure someone's gonna talk
1: about that john okay um you guys thank you it's been a pleasure as always Uh, i genuinely look forward to coming on the shows um my wife because she is fantastic my daughter has still not gone to sleep and she should have went to sleep at like seven o'clock um and she's been absolutely brilliant um, Coffeehound hound retro sharker from twitter who um i started following on twitter and they said they'd give um our podcast a listen and yeah they're absolutely fantastic so thank you for that ian Bitdead, uh because he always shares loads of really interesting podcasts that he listens to um and um yeah i always get some really good um uh, really good shows to listen to from him my friend darren who recently found out that he's tested positive for coronavirus unfortunately i know he won't mind us uh saying that so i hope you get but hope you get better soon mate Um, and yeah he knows that if he needs anything that i'll drive there after him probably kill myself driving there because i'm so shit at driving but you know (laughs) it's the thought that counts um and everyone who is on our twitter and facebook we reached uh, 100 followers on Twitter today which isn't too bad for a Twitter that's been up less than two weeks um, so thank you to each and every person that's followed us on Twitter or contributed in the Facebook group and if you have not yet then please go follow us on Twitter or join that Facebook group It's I don't post the same thing in each of them, it's different things in both so please go and do that and Nessie, what are your shout outs?
2: Um, I shout. Shall say like yeah some people from the podcast community out there that have been um, sending us some communications or talking about us in the podcast so i'll shout out the veteran gamers the seal podcast um the boss wave podcast the ocd connection um i'll shout out obviously you guys um and my family who i've just had a very lovely christmas and new year's with um it's back to work tomorrow oh uh,
0: dan as well shout out to dan get well soon Yep. Uh and that's about it. Um thank you for joining us on this episode three of the podcast. We will be back again recording next Sunday for probably release on the Monday, maybe. Uh there will be topics of the week, so please send in your comments to the topic and there'll also be just just send in whatever you want. At any time, for whatever reason. You can Uh, probably
2: tell the bar for what we talk about on the show is not that high, so yeah, send in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so uh, thank you very much for listening. We will see you again next week. Bye! I thought you were all going to say bye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I I was supposed to, but I was thinking about it.
0: (laughs) We'll see you all again next week. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, no, wrong one. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Joysticks and Chill podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. See you next time.